0: Hello, Father's House family. My name is Michael Collier, and it is my joy to share a devotion with you today. This morning's devotion is coming from Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 13 and 14. It'll seem a little bit strange at first, but I will unpack it uh, in due course. It says in verse 13 of Hebrews 9, The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially ceremonially unclean, sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then? Will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God? Have we ever felt like there was an obstacle course or a bunch of uh, things we needed to do in order to access God's presence or in order to uh, receive the love of the Father or the touch of the spirit of God or the touch of Jesus or in order to serve God in some way, or to be used by God. We have a whole book in the Old Testament, the book of Leviticus, which is a book designed for Israel to sort themselves out on the outside in order to get in to God's presence. It's full of rituals and sacrifices for sin and uncleanness and impurity. And it's all designed to get an unholy and sinful people into the presence of a pure and holy God. And the book of Leviticus it gives Israel a whole lot of things to do to get them from the outside in, and it works. They were previously unable to access God's presence because of the sin of them, but now through the book of Leviticus, the book of Leviticus, God gives them a way to get into His presence. But while while the book of Leviticus works, it never leads to any lasting life change. The The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of the heifer, it never leads to a lasting life change because they've got to offer the same sacrifices day after day, year after year. And yet the injustice in their land continued. God eventually grew tired of this. But when we meet Jesus, we see a change in this strategy, a change in the way that Israel had to go from the outside, do a bunch of things to get in. Instead, Jesus came, the fullness of the holiness of God, the exact representation of God. And instead of staying away from that, which was ceremonially unclean or sinful in order for them to do something to get to him, he approached them, touched them and healed them. He brought restoration to them. He brought purification to them. He brought healing to them. Jesus flipped the script. Instead of us having to do a bunch of things and jump over an obstacle course to get into the presence of God, the presence of God came to us and touched us and healed us and made us whole. Instead of us having to go do a bunch of things from the outside to get in, Jesus touches us, transforms us from the inside and works that out. It's outside in to inside out. This is an important distinction to make because if we're stuck where the Israelites were, we'll constantly be wondering whether we've done enough, whether we've unintentionally sinned or whether there's something more we need to do in order to access God's presence. We'll be crippled by worry and guilt, wondering whether God can actually use me or have I done enough? Instead, we know that through Jesus' sacrifice for us, we are made holy in God's eyes, made right with God. And that now God work works within us, working our holiness out, from the inside out. Scripture says we have salvation, so work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So three points from the scripture, three things for us to remember as we go about today. Firstly, our sins are forgiven. 1 John 2 verse 2 says Jesus is our atoning sacrifice. That means he covered us for us and for the whole world also. There is no more sacrifice needed. The sacrifice of the goats and the bulls and the the heifers, that stopped because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So firstly, our confidence, our assurance is that our sins are forgiven. Jesus is our atoning sacrifice and the purification for our sins. Secondly, we have sonship granted. John 1 verse 12 says, all those who believe in Jesus, he has granted the right to be called children of God. We are God's children. So our assurance is that our sins are forgiven and that we are called sons and daughters of the living God. No longer wondering whether, we're, whether we've done enough on the outside to get in. But instead, Jesus has changed us on the inside. Our sins forgiven, our sonship granted. And so that can work its way out. And so how does that work its way out? Well, by the fruits of the Spirit. The outworking of our salvation leads us to a life that changes. The the, the only response to the touch of Jesus is a life transformed. So while Israel had to do a lot of things to make them appear holy in order to access God's presence, Christ makes us holy and then our behavior changes as a result. So things like self-discipline. Come in, because that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Self-discipline or self-control. Even Scripture tells us that we're not given a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, or self-control, or self-discipline. So our behavior changes, not because there are a whole lot of restrictions or um, commandments that we must obey in order to get into God's presence, but because God's presence lives within us. The natural change of obedience that follows from a life a life change, our sins forgiven and our sonship granted, the only natural response is to work that out in love and obedience to the Lord. When the love and light and life and liberty of God touches our lives in Christ Jesus, the only response is transformation. He makes us holy. He calls us his children and he equips us to go out into the world as carriers of his goodness and his holiness and as the Spirit of God works through us into the world. We ought not to disqualify ourselves or others by putting an obstacle course in front of ourselves or in front of others, because the blood of Jesus washes away our sins, makes calls us His children, and gives us His Spirit to equip us to live our lives in worship and obedience to Him. So may we go out into the world transformed by the love of God, knowing that he is working out his plan of salvation in and through us by Jesus Christ. Let's commit this to God in prayer. So, Father, we thank you that we no longer have to climb through an obstacle course to get into your presence. We're no longer on the outside needing to do a bunch of things in order to get into your presence. Instead, you have come to make your dwelling place within us by your Spirit. You have transformed us From the inside out, thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice that takes away the sin of the world. Thank you that you call us your sons and daughters, children of the living God. And thank you that you give us your Holy Spirit to equip us to live this out, an example of who you are to the world, that we may be your ambassadors and representatives in the world by the work of your spirit within us. And so we thank you for this in Jesus' wonderful, perfect and precious name. Amen.